Sunday Pour. We are back after our uh, extended Thanksgiving break. Uh, week 12 is almost in the books. It will be once we have some Wednesday afternoon football uh, this coming Wednesday, um, which is the first. Uh, sitting here right now, looks like the Seahawks just went ahead uh, 13 to nothing. I think it might be uh, Jalen Hurts' time in Philly, but we'll see. I think everyone realizes that except Doug Peterson. Um, before I ramble on too long, let me bring on my cousin here. What's up? Home stretch, just about the holiday season, heading towards Christmas. How are you? What are you drinking tonight? Doing great. I got a little Heaven Hill in front of me tonight. Uh, we actually already saw, I don't know how much they gave me watching, Jalen Hart's already came in for like two plays and then came right back out. Wentz got sacked. <laughs> well, I think uh, it's time to make him a full-timer. Yeah, you might be right, man. I mean, Wentz has gotten knocked down a bunch of times, sacked, I'm going to say, three or four times already tonight. You know, I didn't think the Eagles had a shot tonight until the Giants won yesterday. And as soon as the Giants won, I said the Eagles are going to find a way to win. And they, maybe John Hurts comes in and does lead this team back. Uh, but I just – stupid shit always happens. It's never easy. It's never, like, cut and dry. Giants are in first place even for a week. I just expected something stupid to happen tonight. Still on the table. Uh, but they, they look, Philly looks atrocious. Like they, it took them 10 minutes to get a, a positive yardage play. So that's where, that's where Philly is right now. I don't think they've been on their side of the field yet. It's pretty bad. Yeah, well, Pete Carroll and Brian Schottenheimer did everything they could to kind of let Philly hang around in the first quarter. But uh, it, looks like, it looks like they've kind of figured it out. And uh, the Eagles are just a train wreck. I don't know what else to say about them. Yeah, that's pretty much it, man. I also just found out that I don't have FS2. Uh, mm. Seton Hall, Iona, big, big game. I mean, among certain circles that, uh, that's on tonight. That's uh, Xavier went to OT. There you go. FS1 is on. But I don't have FS2, so I missed the opening. Um, yeah, that's it. Nobody cares about Seton Hall, about the wax, Iona. What do you got in front of you tonight? What are you drinking? I have an Oktoberfest. Hanging on to the fall. Yeah, I mean, by the time people listen to this, it'll be December 1st, so I figured it's time to get rid of these. I got a couple more in my fridge. I'm trying just to empty out the uh, trying just to empty out the fridge here. Getting a new kitchen done in a little bit, and I want to just empty it all out. Man, you know oh, that. I, like, I didn't, like yesterday, a couple people were over for football, and I didn't even bother restocking it with Bud because I was trying to get rid of all like the loose stragglers in there. That's I mean, good. I had Buds, but I, just, I, just, I didn't like, re-up. <laughs> that's uh yeah it's a great pastime is when you have to go through and finish out the stragglers you're kind of re- reliving the beers that you bought over the past i don't know four five six months we we well we made a little pastime out of ourselves back when you could visit people at their houses comfortably we would do the we would do the old taste test and see if we could figure yeah. out what was what that's always fun. Yeah, there's definitely the potential for a taste test in my fridge right now. I have like a stout in there. I have, I have a bunch of different beers uh, that I've just accumulated over probably the last year. Who knows how long they've been in there. But it's nice passing those off on people. <laughs> just get, get rid of them, please. Yeah, yeah. well, it's, it's also kind of like when we talk about planes, trains, and automobiles. kind of like the motel scene where they're just going through all the nips. The yeah, going around the world. Yeah, just, you know. Oh, a little well, excitement, you know? Let's announce, what, do you know you're picking first movie that we're going to do on Thursday? Do you know what we're going to I'm, do? I'm picking it. I got the first round draft pick. Yeah, you go, I don't even have a, I don't even have a pick yet, so. 
I haven't given much thought. And you, okay. you, you, uh, you said you had a, a little bit of a list, so. Yeah, I guess I'll make the call right now. Uh, okay, I didn't mean to put you on the spot. I, thought we, I, I, I kind of thought you had your mind made up. I didn't mean to put you on the spot, my bad. Uh, well, it'll give people a chance to do their homework, I guess, before they listen. Yeah. Uh, let's go uh, – let's go bad Santa out of the gate. All right. A little Billy Bob Thornton. Yeah. I haven't seen that movie in a while. I have it uh, DVR. I don't know. I think I'm it's, on it's unedited, but I've seen it enough times where it wouldn't be a big deal if I had to go back and watch it edited. I think it's on something. I think I saw it on Netflix or something like that recently. Uh, when it's going down again. Oh, oh no. no. Uh, you can't. Uh, they call uh, it in the grass. <laughs> fuck you, Carson. You've gone down 11 times already. But we just assumed you're going to go down again. If you had to protect you, if you had scrambled once out of a sack tonight, maybe the ref would have given to you and <laughs> complaining about not getting the call. I don't know what happened to this guy. Like that first drive, they came out and they got a penalty right out of the gate. It was, so it was first and five. Yeah, must have been an offsides. Yeah. I mean, he threw three of the worst incompletions I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, I don't there know. He was again running for his life, running for a first down. He gets <sighs> every. He gets to every play. Yeah, things are uh, things are a mess right now, in Philly. Uh, yeah, so I haven't seen Billy, I haven't seen Bad Santa in a long, long time. So I'm look, I look forward to that one. Good start, good lead off, man. Bad Santa. Yeah, it's a good one. Fits you know fits with the uh, the essence of Sunday poor. Have you ever seen Bad Santa? There's a second Bad Santa, right? Yeah, I, uh, there is. I'm trying to think if I've seen it or not. I think I might have seen it when it first came out. It was like a few years ago, right? It wasn't that long ago. Yeah. Three, four. They, did, they did wait a little while before they, they, uh, before they brought it back. Yeah, I don't remember what it was about or anything about it. Just he was back at his old, at his old tricks, I'm sure. <laughs> it's some good ones. The best part about <laughs> I think I saw the first one in theaters, and maybe I shouldn't talk about it too much, but the best part of that movie is uh, John Ritter. Oh, of course, John Ritter and Bernie Mac. Bernie Mac, yeah, Bernie Mac in a nice role, always great. Yeah, we've already said too much because I don't know how much time I could talk about Bad Santa for. So we didn't know how much we could we could talk about uh, planes, trains, and automobiles. We found a way to go over the allotted time. So true, true, that is true. Once you get rolling, sometimes yeah, we'll figure it out <laughs> for sure. Well, how was the weekend, man? What did you do? Anything uh, or just write to football? Just it's just one of those weekends. We don't need to relive Thanksgiving, I guess. But uh, if you have any anything interesting, but you know, your four person uh, Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, I wish I had something. It was just uh, food and a little bit of football, a little bit of Lions football. Yeah. So nothing, nothing exciting to report back. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, nothing really. And then just leftovers the whole weekend, Saturday, Friday, and Saturday. And then yesterday, I just made a sauce, and that was the only time I cooked all weekend. It was nice loading up. Well, no, I cooked Saturday night, too, on the grill. But, you know, it was a lot of turkey and stuffing and cranberries all weekend. I just did burgers yesterday. Just something different. Mix it up. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I finished finished all the sides tonight, so the mashed potatoes and the stuffing are all gone. Still have a shit ton of turkey that we're just not going to eat. I mean, we'll eat what we can, but you can only have so much turkey. Yeah, you did turkey sandwiches over the weekend. Uh, no, I did like one more Thanksgiving dinner with everything. 
Uh, I haven't even done a turkey sandwich yet. Oh, wow. Okay, so you got a lot of turkey. Yeah, I mean, for four, for four people, two of us are adults, the turkey is just massive. And there's just nothing small that we could find. But it is what it is. It was good. And I don't think – the turkey right out of the oven is phenomenal. I mean, like, the, oh, yeah. that first day, it's juicy, like, delicious. After that, it's all downhill. You got to just slather on the gravy and hope for the best. And just try and, get, try and get a little bit of the Thanksgiving high that you got on Thursday. Now, when you do a turkey sandwich, do you do you do like stuffing cranberry on it, or you could do like mayo, or what do you throw? Uh, on? Yeah, if I, if I if I did it that way, I would I would do like the Thanksgiving dinner style with with stuffing and and uh, a little mashed potatoes, cranberry uh, gravy. But yeah, I think this this would just be like turkey and lettuce, like lettuce tomato type thing. Oh, okay, yeah. At this point, I had a couple over the weekend. I did them Thanksgiving style. Cold or hot? Oh, hot if you do Thanksgiving style. Um, yeah, I did it hot, and I like it hot with the, like the stuffing and the cranberry. It's nice. The cran- but the cranberry's cold, though, right? Oh, of course, yeah. yeah cranberry's okay. cold. You know, just I polished off the, the, last, the last of the cranberry last night, actually, during Sunday Night Football, just by itself. <laughs> it's good, man. Yeah, it's real good. It's good stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's, that's it, though. Not... Pretty, pretty uneventful, although I was up until 1 o'clock in the morning playing poker with uh, my Jersey crew. Last night? No, no, Thanksgiving night. Oh, Thanksgiving night. Yeah. Yeah, I just got together, and just the wild turkey kept going. And uh, It happened. Oh, boy. Fumble snap. Fumble <laughs> ruski. Keep complaining, Carson. <laughs> Although Car- uh, yeah. Car- Carson Wentz gets less calls than Brandon than Brandon Allen did yesterday, unbelievable. The respect Brandon that guy Allen gets. got some calls yesterday. Yeah, it was just on like a last drive, their last drive, but it brought him within you know striking distance. Uh, well, I actually went back and watched a little bit of that game, and um, it was the special teams that let him uh, get in field position there at the end, right? Yeah, the special teams killed me yesterday in the opening kickoff and the net kickoff. Right, but then on that on that drive, so they had a night that when they returned to like the 45, like their own 45 or something. I don't think they I don't think they crossed the 50 on that drive. And from there on, like there was a, a uh, roughing the passer call, which is a soft roughing the passer call, and there was mm-hmm. a, a pass interference in the end zone call, which was a which was an atrocious, which was a real bad call. It didn't matter. It ended up winning anyway. But uh, obviously, that's supposed to be Joe Judge's bread and butter. Special teams, not not a good day. That let him down yesterday. I didn't see out of the Giants. I didn't see exactly what I was hoping for yesterday. But they did they did win the game, and that's a game that I could see them uh, two months ago giving up in some stupid way, some embarrassing fashion. Definitely would have give would have lost it last year. Uh, this year, j- just winning the game. I wish they were a little sharper. I wish the offense was a little, uh, a little more cutthroat, put a few more points on the board, kind of see a little bit more of a high-powered situation. Um, but when did Colt McCoy come in the game? Uh, mid. It was so Dan Jones. Danny Jones got hurt. I think in the mid of, middle of the third quarter. Is that my way too early on that? Was it the fourth? I want to say middle to end of the third. Danny Jones hurt his hamstring. Colt McCoy came in for a minute. Dan Jones came back out again and actually completed a pass, like off his back foot. Then they brought him right back out, and Colt came in. Colt did okay. 
just didn't fuck it up. It, Colt took more shots downfield than Dan, Danny Jones did. I don't know if that's I, – I, I wondered if they were just calling those kind of plays for Dan Jones uh, to protect him because they didn't want him going deep. Or now I'm wondering if he just doesn't see anything down there where he's a conservative quarterback or if, that, or if there actually is nothing down there. And that's just how, you know, he's actually being smart about it. Because the, the ones that Colt threw, uh, one of them should have been picked, I think. Yeah. Which is not, a, was just not anywhere near his guy. Um, so now I'm wondering, you know, if, the, if him not throwing deep is by design, not to protect him, but because there's nothing there. And that, yeah. and that makes me want to get a better receiver in there than what we have. I mean, they obviously got to upgrade every, everything on that team. What happened to Darius Slayton? Yeah, I don't even know. Is he hurt? It was I didn't. Uh, yeah, he's just MIA apparently. Yeah, yeah. Because yesterday it was all Shepard and Ingram, really. So, updated, uh, updated NFC East power rankings. Are the Giants one by default? I don't think you could have a one. I think one is one is too much respect. Um, See, I would put Washington one because Colt McCoy's in now. Yeah. The only problem is they've lost to the Giants twice. So the Giants have a leg up there. But I think Washington might be the best team right now if Colt McCoy is the Giants quarterback. I can't put a team one that has Colt McCoy in there. <laughs> I suppose you can't. Hopefully it's only one game that Jones misses. And you're probably going to lose to Seattle either way. So are you better off giving Jones the week? I mean, I want to see. I want to see him out there against the best. I, you know, I want him to take his lumps against the best. You don't get any better by sitting down. Yeah, but I mean, know? I'm not saying he's 100. percent He's definitely not. Yeah, yeah. They said it uh, could be a multiple week absence. You know, the problem is like I've already talked myself into how Colt McCoy can lead us to a victory <laughs> in <laughs> Seattle. <laughs> yeah, I've already. Yeah, it's this problem of being a stupid fan. It's just you talk yourself into the worst, the, the dumbest things you can. Can fathom, yeah. Cole McCoy's Cole McCoy's got like four wins in his career, and he's going to go into Seattle and, and take this, you know, this middling Giants team who can can barely get out of their own way some weeks. Well, they're on a short week, Seattle. We know that. See, yeah, talk me into it. Yeah, short yeah. week. Their defense isn't very good. Cole McCoy's got something to prove. Chip on his shoulder. Nobody yeah. believe. Nobody believes in Colt McCoy. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Um, I like He's Seattle in that game. Te- Texas Longhorn, former Texas Longhorn, who uh, who was twice a, a Heisman finalist. Yeah, get him in there, man. Pete Carroll, still the coach of Seattle. That's a plus. See? Yeah. <laughs> if if the, the Giants' defense would have could, could have done something without Seattle came out in that first. Although, I mean, DK Metcalf will have a field day against the Giants' defense. Yeah, DK Metcalf's probably going to be an issue. I mean, much like Tyreek Hill was an, a, an issue for Tampa's defense yesterday when he just, just abused that secondary. I mean, it was yeah. filthy. And, and it was, he's really good. I mean, he's a cheater's fast, lightning fast. But, I mean, that's embarrassing performance by the Tampa Bay defense right there. I'm sorry. I know it's Kansas City. I know it's, you know, this high-powered machine. That was pathetic, what they allowed him to do to them yesterday. I mean, he, yeah. he, he came into their house on Thanksgiving, sat down at the head of the table, kissed their wife on the lips, ate, their, ate the drumstick. I mean, just took over the man's house. 
Mow the guy's lawn while yeah. he was sleeping. Exactly. <laughs> you said it. Uh, yeah, no Mahomes just too good. I think the MVP race is over. Yeah, it's probably got to be Mahomes. He's just – well, no. I mean, look, Big Ben's still in the running. In my, uh, in my mind, he is. But somehow he's still 25-1, to 1 and guys like Kyler Murray and Josh Allen are ahead of him. So, if you could figure that one out. Who knows if we'll see Pittsburgh again. I mean, there's a chance this game gets played on Friday and is a Week 12 game. <laughs> yeah. And you, did you hear why it's being played at 3.40 in the afternoon on Wednesday? I did not. It is being played at 3.40 p.m. Eastern time because NBC has the Rockefeller Center show on uh, Wednesday oh, night. Wow. It's just the Rockets kicking. That's what the Rockets. That's what it is. That's it. I don't know. I mean, there's no crowd allowed there this year, right? Oh, it's lighting, lighting of the tree, and Tony Bennett comes out and that kind of shit. I I I mean, I think so. I've never really watched it. Maybe I put it on for a second in the years past, but I believe that's what it is. That's one of those things that's only guest dependent. Like I remember, like one year, Mariah Carey was coming back, like before this, you know, all I want for Christmas is you was like blown up out of proportion. Like everybody, yeah. else, because just because it's like, it's disgusting how much people play that song now. But a few years back, it was like a big deal. I think I'm still in New York when this happened and she was going to perform it. And I was like, yeah, I got to tune it in. And she was atrocious. Like Tony Bennett will come on. Uh, once yeah. on things, And now he's like 99. So he's not doing it now. Plus COVID obviously. But like, yeah, if he's on it, I'll go and I'll like Buble, I'll check him out. Certain certain names I'll tune in to see what they're doing, but I mean, usually yeah, give give them a shot, give them a little airtime. Yeah, mostly though, it's uh, just Al Roker looking at the tree. They count it down, and that's it. A couple yeah. song, couple songs. All here right, Eagles making it a game here at the half. Behind Wentz. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's not Jalen Hurts' time yet, after all. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that game. I mean. And uh, hard luck, Chiefs, betters yesterday, who got it at three and a half. That was tough. They kind of sleptwalked through that second half. Yeah. Never, never thought the game was in jeopardy, though. Even when the Chiefs, when the Bucks cut it to three, I just knew the Chiefs were not letting the Bucks touch the ball again. Yeah. Masters is that. Unbelievable. That, man, that game was heading for a blowout, and uh, there was a oh, missed extra point. <laughs> That's not one thing, it's another thing for a film. Yeah. That game was heading for a blow yesterday, and then the strip sack of Mahomes when they were up 17 nothing, they were actually going in to make it 24 nothing. Yeah. So definitely a little bit of a deceiving uh, final score. Yeah, when but, you see yeah. when you when you see 14 nothing in the fourth quarter, you just you know, it's you know, it was uh, an effort for nothing. Yeah, a little bit of window dressing there at the end. Yeah, good to see Tom Brady's regression continue. Yes. Um, Although they are probably going to – they have a very good chance to run the table here at the end of the year. I don't think there's any danger of them falling out of the playoff race. The Atlanta Falcons twice. That's fine. That's fine. Let let them fall on their face in January. January. That's fine. They could be looking at that 4-5 matchup, going to Giants, going to Washington. I want them, man. Sign me up for it right now. If the Giants play Tampa – in that round, if the Giants mm-hmm. make it that far and they play Tampa in that round, and there's a healthy Jones, they will beat Tampa. They'll beat Tampa. Yes. Okay. You heard it here first. Yes, sir. 
Locked and loaded. Giants gotta getting get, gotta six get, and a half points. Gotta get, gotta get there first. Yeah. Uh, well, I'll tell you another team you could be seeing in that 4-5 matchup if the Giants are the four seed Yeah, is the Los Angeles Rams, who just continue to be Jekyll and Hyde. They're exactly who we thought they were. Okay, you expect them to take the next step this week and kind of go out against the 49ers, take care of business. Division game, yes. But still, a team that uh, you should be better than this year. Uh, Rams were one of my picks. I may have overlooked the fact that they actually got healthier yesterday. I didn't realize. The 49ers, yeah, they had a lot of guys yeah, came back. Debo Samuel was just all over the place yesterday. Most but even with that yeah. said, it was like the Rams just slept walk through the first two and a half quarters. They found themselves down – 17 to 3 I think it was. And then out of yeah. nowhere it was 20 to 17. They scored they scored all their points in like a 7 minutes. It was something crazy. Was it touchdown? Was it they they get an offensive touchdown and a defensive touchdown? Is that what it was? I don't remember too clearly. Yes, they cut they cut it to 17-6 and then they got a defensive touchdown. I think it was yeah. on Donald Strip. Okay, yeah. And then they got – and then I remember Donald came out and sacked Mullins the next drive. They got the ball back, and Akers had, like, a long run. Mm. And that was it for the Rams. It was like they showed you an inspired effort for, I don't know, seven or eight minutes of game time. <laughs> and, that, and that was it, man. It's just uh, – that's why you can't trust them. On paper, they look like a complete team. I, obviously, other than the quarterback who you had reservations <laughs> about mm-hmm. yesterday showing, and he had – I think it was two picks and a, and a fumble – uh, but that's why you can't trust them. That's why you trust a team like Seattle, who, when you watch Seattle play tonight, they're really not that impressive. You just assume that they're going to figure out a way to win the division because, uh, I don't know, I mean, a lot of it has to do with the quarterback who's under center. Yep. But um, you just can't trust these other teams. It, it, we had talked about on Friday how we were hope from a Rams point of view, you're hoping to see them show that they're a complete team against a team that they shouldn't. Gonna beat pretty easily, even with the, those guys back. He's still Mullins there. Mullins wasn't great. Mullins and, stunk yesterday. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I mean, you, even even with those guys back, you still wanted to see the Rams kind of flex a little bit. And like much like the Giants, didn't didn't get that that kind of performance where you could kind of hang your hat and say, "Look, this is when everything kind of goes together. This is what they can do." And not, and make matters worse, they lose to a division rival. Yeah, uh, that they should have, you know, should have gotten one under their belt for. Um, yeah, not when it's it's when it's golf and you need him to kind of take you back. You you need to play the complete game. You can't have a game where you you're trusting golf to, you know, put in the end zone to complete a comeback or for a W. I mean, it's just not not a comfortable situation for a for a team or a better of that team. Yeah. Now they traveled to Arizona, and I got breaking news for Cardinals fans. If they don't know this by now. Or maybe the rest of the general public. Cliff Kingsbury stinks. <laughs> Absolutely was, atrocious coach. I was standing by. I, was, I hit my phone. Like, what did I miss? Like, what was the update that I missed? <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you have a brain, that's not breaking news. But if, for those of you who don't know, now you know. <laughs> what? Uh, because yesterday, I mean, I said it talking about that game. I kind of liked the Patriots, and the only reason I liked them was because I just felt like it was a coaching mismatch. And, I mean, this guy, he plays fast and loose for three and a half quarters. He goes for it at the end of uh, the half to try and go up. Uh, I think it was 10-7 at the end of the half. Mm-hmm. They tried to go up two scores, 17-7. Mm-hmm. All right, they get stuffed. That's fine. You're playing fast and loose. 
Uh, they went forward again. I think on the drive where they tied it up, because they, they were actually down, they were up 10 nothing out of the gate. It's like, whoa, okay. Then they ended up being down 17-10 in the third quarter, maybe yeah. late fourth. Yep. And on that drive where they tied it up, he went forward on fourth down, down, you know, inside the 20 maybe. All right, playing fast and loose. Then with the game on the line, he did this against Miami too. Fourth and one, Patriots are out of timeouts. Uh, from the – it was a 45-yard field goal, I think, that Zane Gonzalez missed. So they're probably like on the 28. They're just inside the 30. He decides to go for the field goal when you got Kyler Murray, and the Pages are out of timeout. So if you get a first down there – I mean, the game's almost over. You could set up for a field goal wherever you want. Instead, he tries to kick a field goal with – I think it was just under two minutes left. Gonzalez thinks he's another kicker that you can't trust. He missed – he left one short against the Dolphins a few, uh, few weeks ago with the game on the line. He pushes this one wide right and just, I mean, leaves the door open for the Patriots who Nick Folk bails them out. Cam stunk. I mean, you look at that game on paper, just the stats, like how the Patriots win. And it's, well, it's Cliff Clingsbury stinks. Not, I'm all in on Kyler. All in on Kyler. I think he's going to be great. Mm-hmm. All in on him. Uh, not in on the head coach. And I think, it, I don't know what the deal is there, if he has a good relationship with the GM, ownership, I don't know. But if things were to fall apart here for Arizona and they were to, you know, lose four out of five, and let's say they finished eight and eight or something, I wonder if Kingsbury can be out. Because we've seen with, uh, you know, we, we've just seen when you have a bad coach in the NFL, it just, it sets the franchise back, man. You like, you lose these guys, you lose years of these guys you know, in their prime, these quarterbacks. Yep. And I just, I don't know. I, I don't like what I see out of Kingsbury. Can we just add? I don't think it's not, it's not talked about enough. The absurdity of having the name Cliff that starts with a K. Yes, especially when your last name also ends in a K. Yeah, seriously. That's what if his middle is name, his middle name no, Kurt Kevin? Too? Yeah, Kevin. I mean, it's that'd be. Really, let's look into his history a little bit here because that's really you're, cutting, you're getting deep. I have a pretty major accusation there of his parents. But, uh, I think I looked it up once, and it was it wasn't with a K, the middle name. It would have made for a great story. I, I would have brought it up a long time ago. This has been on your mind. Yes. Is it absurd? Uh, it's an absurd we also talked about play. that maybe Patrick Mahomes may have got him an NFL job. Is that right? Well, didn't he coach Mahomes in college? I think he was. I think he was Mahomes' college coach, Texas Tech. I didn't watch. I didn't watch too much Texas Tech football. I thought he had. Time, I, thought he had a, I thought he had a connection to Murray. Kingsbury. Well, I played against them because I think uh, what was Murray, Oklahoma. I think they played against each other. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. He, he was Texas Tech's coach from thirteen to eighteen. So yeah, he did coach Mahomes. And I got to be honest about Mahomes too. Just I thought he was just a typical big 12 quarterback guy who put up numbers so it turns out Mahomes is the real deal and Kingsbury was the fraud would you have t- would you have picked Trubisky over Holmes I would have picked Watson I was all in on Watson Watson would have been my number one guy Trubisky I would have probably picked Mahomes over Watson uh, over uh Trubisky though because I never understood the fascination with Trubisky and I mean we saw that last night they uh, they never whatever whenever the Bears play on a primetime game they never fail to show some sort of statistic that compares that has yeah. Sean and uh, Mahomes in there. And last night it was like I forget the exact something about QB rating and 
uh, Rodgers had had the highest, and then Deshaun passed him on Thursday, and then Mahomes passed him last night or yesterday. And it was just that here's, you know, and here's uh, Trubisky just mud, mowing along until <laughs> he does. But he looked pretty, he looked better than Foles. He did look better than Foles yesterday. I didn't watch that whole game. I just couldn't watch the second half. It was just too much of a too much of a blowout. I didn't, didn't need to see any of that. But, I only uh, watched he, the first half. I passed yeah. out in my, uh, my cranberry sauce. But he, looked, <laughs> but he looked better than Foles, though. I'll give him that. That's not saying too much, but. Yeah, I mean, do you think there's a fan base that hates a single player more than the Bears hate Rodgers? Because that guy just – you brought it up last week about how for as great as he is, he could be inconsistent at times. But yeah. the one constant with Aaron Rodgers is he just terrorizes the Bears. He makes yeah. it look so – and they usually have a good defense, the Bears. Yeah. They usually have a pretty good defense, and he just torches them. It's no problem turning it on against the Bears. And he's just – yeah. <laughs> and he relishes in it, man. I mean, they the Bears hate Rodgers. That's, that's a great thing, man, about the NFL, about those rivalries. You just get those guys who are there for years. They take it personally. You see the same jerseys on the other side every year, and you start to hate them, man. And you have no problem taking it to them. If you're as good as Rodgers, you can do that against a team like the Bears. It's probably even more fun when the other team is kind of like on a downturn. And you can just yeah. fuck with them at that point. Like, yeah, you're not even going to give me a game. I'm just going to fucking torture you because I can I'm going to torture all your fucking fans who yell vile shit at me whenever I go into that building. And I'm, going to, I'm going to torture you all. I'm going to make you all miserable on a, on a Sunday night on prime time. It's probably, yeah. a lot of, it's probably a lot of fun. Probably doesn't get any better than that um, outside of winning a championship uh, than, than uh, if you're a professional athlete. Yeah, just terrorizing your rival, yeah. And it's probably, it's, it's probably even so much better when there's you know, thousands of fans at Soldier Field and you're doing it right in front of them. It's probably even better uh, to hear just – Hear, hear, the, hear the fans booing you when you come out and then turning it and booing the Bears when they're, when they're just putting up a dud against you again. Which, yeah. You know, lose a lot on that. If it wasn't for Tyreek Hill yesterday, we would come in talking about Derrick Henry's performance, who did it mostly in the first half against a very good Colts defense. Mm-hmm. Just put up uh, 170-something yards, three touchdowns. Would have been a fourth, except they faked it went, and Tannehill ran in. Everybody was looking to Henry on that, on that run. Right. Uh, Tannehill's waltzed into the, into the end zone. I think the announcer even said, everybody in the, in the building knows that it's going to Henry. If it doesn't go to Henry, we'll all be shocked. And then, they go, and then the announcement was, here's the handoff. Nope, Tannehill kept it. Touchdown. Uh, yeah, he walked right in. And it was just too, too easy. Just a blowout. Um, I don't know. Did the Colts lose a little bit off their uh, off their shine, off their sheen there, or uh, I was just kind of an outlier because Henry had an all time game. I mean, I, I the Colts weren't that shiny in my mind, anyways. I just don't <laughs> think they're very good. I don't think you're going anywhere with Phil Rivers. I think there's a reason you see Jacoby Brissett on a lot of these plays. I feel like they I feel like Frank Wright wants to go to Jacoby Brissett, but they're kind of having a little bit of an investment in Rivers. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Henry's fun to watch. A.J. Brown's fun to watch. I still am skeptical about Tennessee's defense, but I think it's their division right now. And uh, I looked up – I wanted to, do you know who the offensive coordinator is for the Titans? I do not. It's some kid named Arthur Smith. He's like 38 years old. Cause they're, they're, doing, they're doing something right on offense, the Titans. 
mm-hmm. just with Henry and Brown and like the way they make Tannehill look. So mm-hmm. I just wanted to give that guy a shout out. He uh, it looks like he was a college coach. Uh, he was a Titan. He, yeah, he's been with the Titans a while now. He started off as their defensive quality coach, and he was their offensive quality control coach, then also offensive line coach, then tight end coach. So he's been in the in the uh, organization for a while now. And this is his second year as o- OC, and uh, I don't know. That guy's doing something right because. They, I mean, they went up against a pretty good defense. They lit them up. And you just look at the Titans' offense. They don't really stand – I mean, other than Henry, I guess, and Brown's very good. Mm-hmm. Their personnel doesn't really, like, jump off the page. But, I mean, they're putting up points. Yeah. They're doing pretty well. Yeah. So, I just thought I'd give that guy a shout-out. I, I was just something when I was, like, watching how to that game today. I was like, who's their offensive coordinator? <laughs> like, this guy deserves a little, This guy deserves a little shine, man, you know? Yeah, it was a big surprise. Everybody looked at Tannehill last year. It was like, oh, what, what happened to this guy? He came out of Miami. Nobody expected much of him, and he's having the success. And we weren't really sure if, if we could expect to duplicate that uh, this year coming into the season. But, yeah, I guess with, with your boy over there, I guess that's, uh, that's the, the magic, uh, the secret sauce. I guess, yeah. I mean, they, yeah, he's definitely followed it up a little bit better than I expected. I wouldn't have given him the four-year deal. And I probably still, with going back, I wouldn't have given them that four-year max deal, whatever they gave them. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I guess it's worked out. It looks like they're going to win the division. They're going to get a home playoff game. They're still – I don't know. Is Who's the biggest threat right now to blowing up that Pittsburgh KC game? Other, other than COVID. <laughs> Who – I would still argue it's the Bills, even though the Titans waxed them earlier this year. I think it's the build only because they're for the first time yesterday, their defense looked like how we expected them to like coming into the season. I know it's the chargers. Anthony Lynn has to go. He's absolutely atrocious. Go get Harbaugh, throw him a blank check. He's so bad. Absolutely atrocious. Um, But I think the bills might be the team. If their defense is going to put it all together, Defense always travels in January. I don't like Tennessee's defense very much. The Bills might be the third best team in the AFC right now. But it's, see, it's still probably a distant third. Tennessee would end up playing Pittsburgh to get to that game, right? And the divisional series? Well, well it depends. What do you mean? I guess, yeah, well, it would depend, yeah. So if ten, I, think Tennessee has, I think Tennessee could run with Pittsburgh. That's what I'm trying to say. You think I'm Tennessee – I think Tennessee could be competitive with Pittsburgh for sure. I think it'll give them a game. I don't know. I don't know who. I don't know who gives KC a run though. Yeah, KC right now does look. They just look like they're in cheat code mode. It's kind of unbeatable. Yeah. Yeah, I think what, well, the Bills actually play Pittsburgh in a couple weeks in Buffalo. It's a Sunday night game. So we're gonna find out. Probably, they'll probably push that to Wednesday, eleven a.m. I think yeah, right, right, right. I think they're showing Frosty the Snowman that night, so they got they they can't put the game on on prime time. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So I think I would go Bills, slight edge over Tennessee. Okay. And then Cleveland keeps winning. Yeah, Cleveland's ridiculous. Yeah, Odell gone. Ewing Ewing factor. Could be. Team just keeps winning. Yeah. I don't know. Not much really to say about that. They took care of Vince against the Jaguars. The Jaguars were competitive. I kind of expected that. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I don't know. If you're going to kill a team for losing, 
to the Jaguar, I guess you got to give him credit for squeak out a two-point victory. We're not going to give Mike Lennon any credit here? <laughs> yeah, I mean, he was all right. He's all right. Mike, he is what he is. Um, and then other than that, Dolphins take care of business. The Jets are so bad. I had a, Once the Dolphins went up 20-3, to three, like halfway through the fourth, I even checked out of the game. Just, that game. That game disappeared from red zone. I just forgot it was even on. Well, there was no reason to go to it on red zone. Trust me. <laughs> there, there weren't many red zone opportunities in this game. And the, the Dolphins kind of just were – they didn't sleepwalk through it. They just kind of were kind of in cruise control. Just And they let them – I mean, they gave the Jets so many opportunities to get back in the game. They had two bad fumbles in the third quarter that set them up, and they just couldn't take advantage. What is uh, Tua's situation? Is he coming back or – yeah, they're kind of like hush on it. It doesn't sound yeah. like he's going to play this week. They said he's going to play when he's healthy, but um, it sounds like the thumb is uh, – I don't know. They, they don't really give you much, so I have no idea. But it sounds like it could be like a multi-week thing. Yeah. So it sounds like they're going to ride with Fitzpatrick for another week. Thumb is, th- thumb is tough. Oh, I fuck with him. Tough to throw, tough to grip the ball. Yeah. One thing about Fitzpatrick is like he's like the Devontae Parker whisperer. <laughs> Parker was gone. a first round pick. Parker was a first round pick, I want to say 2016 mm-hmm. or 15. Maybe it's like his fifth year, fifth or sixth year in the league. Mm-hmm. And uh like he he's just he gets the best out of Parker, man. Tannehill didn't well Devontae put some numbers up with Tua, didn't he? He just had a game. A little bit, but something yeah. with Fitzpatrick, man. Like they have some sort of and it started last year. Like he went eight for one nineteen yesterday and like, he does not do that with other quarterbacks. Yeah. Well, Fitz knows, the guys, to, uh, Fitz knows the guys they can get fat with, that's for sure. Yeah. And our, our kicker is awesome, too. I'll probably eat those words. I'll probably miss a big kick at some point. But <laughs> the guy is just, like, unbelievable from 50-plus. So you go from a success of a backup quarterback and uh, Fitzpatrick to one of the – I mean – just as a sports fan, I kind of like this shit, even though you could talk about if it was fair or unfair. Should they, let, should they let Denver play the game? Should Denver forfeit the game? I was fucking excited to see what they were going to do. I knew they were going to get fucking their salad tossed by, by uh, New Orleans. But you yeah. put Kendall Hinton out there, who they, people didn't even know. Like people inside the Denver Broncos organization didn't even know who he was and was made the starter. <laughs> and we didn't see him for a few plays off the bat. And then he was basically just running for his life when he was in there. Uh, one for nine, 13 yards, two picks, one sack. <laughs> Not a great debut for Kendall Hinton. Uh, wild, though. Just everything was out of the wild. You know, Philip Lindsay and the Wildcat. And uh, it's just, you know, it, it, was ne- it, was, it was ugly. It was never in question. Taysom Hill had, you know, didn't have the day that he had a couple, last week. Uh, the, the New Orleans offense didn't blow up like we thought they would. Tavius Murray had a nice game, uh, but he they didn't have he, to. He, he, he just he found a few open holes, is what it, what it was, and just kind of mm-hmm. went walls into the end zone un, untouched. But uh, I don't know. I, I was excited going in there. What what uh, did you watch any of that game? And were you excited as I was? I was not excited, and I didn't watch much of it. <laughs> I I watched more of the Bucks uh, Bucks Chiefs game and a little bit of the Rams game. Um, yeah, I mean. Once it came out that they weren't going to have a quarterback, it was just – I don't feel bad for the Broncos. Fuck them. I don't want to hear about how 
it derailed their run or whatever because that team's not going anywhere. So uh, I, I just would have rather seen the Saints have to earn it a little more because that was just they didn't have to do anything in that game. Nothing. And the other team that didn't have to do anything was the Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> embarrassed the Las Vegas Raiders. Yeah, I wasn't surprised the Falcons won. I wasn't surprised, you know, the Falcons dropped 40 on them. But if you had told me the Raiders were going to score six points against the Falcons, D, I mean, that just just would not have made any sense to me. But somehow, Raiders, I think it was two field goals, right? They didn't even find the end zone against the Falcons. Yeah. We said it. uh, Like, the Falcons are – they were going to have these games going the rest of the way. Mm -hmm. I don't know if we anticipated 43-6, but – they're going to have these games where they just put it all together and you're like, oh, look, this is the team. Woulda, coulda, shoulda, Atlanta Falcons. Just, <laughs> I mean, they'll probably lose this week by, you know, 30. It's just once in a while they put it together and they look good. <laughs> yep, that was it. They look, and they look, yeah, scored a defensive touchdown, picked off Carr. Uh, Ryan used every receiver in the field. And then, yeah, it was an absolute disgrace by the Raiders. Yeah. I didn't even really watch much of that game. There was – no. I was more locked in on obviously Jets, Dolphins, and Bills Chargers was the main was the main game on my uh, screen. Um, so speaking of the Chargers, again these over unders, little three quarter yeah. point check in. Yeah, because I would like to thank Anthony Lynn. Because <laughs> in, or, in order, what well, let's do actually let's do yours first because yours are kind of you have them in front of you. Yeah, I get the over. I feel like yours are almost over for no pun intended. Yeah, there's uh I think my unders are gonna go to about to one and two, and there's a chance I go three and oh with the overs. But I think the overs are probably a good bet three and oh. Three and oh, yeah, I think it's either two and one or three and oh. We'll see what I mean Arizona happens. would have to collapse. If they go one and four, you'd push. And I, I just can't <laughs> see them collapsing that much, yeah. even though I don't love them. Yep. Yeah. Uh Vegas seven then, and a half is at six and five right now. I would start getting nervous about Vegas if they lost to the Jets this week, maybe. Well, there was uh, – somebody had said they had they, they had a similar start a couple of years ago, and they went one and five down the stretch. So, yeah, a little nervous. <laughs> like, I don't yeah, but well, yeah, I think you, you get nervous if they lose to the Jets. Okay. I'm not sure exactly yeah. what – I know they play the Dolphins down the stretch, the Saturday night primetime game, and then they play – I think they still have to play the Chargers maybe. No way they lose to the Jets, though. Just the way the Jets have been playing, there's no way. The Jets are so fucking bad. I know they are. I just – so the, the, in my mind, the Jets – I don't spend too much time on the Jets, but in my mind, the Jets have <laughs> two – they have two more winnable – I say winnable – potential oh, games that they could steal. Didn't we say Miami say winnable. Didn't we say Miami was a winnable game? <laughs> yeah, well, I thought that was probably their last chance. But I think this week against the Raiders and then they play the Browns. Uh, on a Saturday late in the season because their other games are at Seattle, at the Rams, and at New England, which probably isn't happening. Unless Belichick just took week 17 off and just to fuck with the Jets, let them have a win. Trying, like, if, if, it's, if it's a scenario where like uh, the Jaguars still have one win and it would ruin their draft pick. Yeah. But even yeah. then, like I think Belichick is just going to take the win. I don't think he wants to. Lose to the yeah, Jets. He doesn't like, want to be the one. I don't think he likes losing, period. No. Yeah. As much as he is like a master just uh, at fucking with your head, yeah. I don't think that's – I don't think losing – him losing a game it would be worth it. 
Because he's got to win. Winning's winning's winning. That's what it's all about. Yeah, right. Winning is winning. Um, all right. So those are your over. We said yeah. Vegas, Vegas, Arizona, oh, Seattle. and Seattle. Yeah, seven and three as of now. We'll see if they hold on tonight. That'll put them at eight and three. They're nine and a half. So they would need two more. Yeah. Even if they lost tonight, I think you'd be in decent shape. They have Giants and Jets next two weeks. I think they should win those, and then they'd have to win one more. Washington, they play the Rams. Yeah. I think – all right, so I'll give you 3-0 and on the overs. Then the unders, the Bears looked dead a month ago. Now I'd be – although, I, well, let me say this about the Bears. There's three – right now Arizona has the seven seed at 6-5. and five. Mm-hmm. There's three five and six teams. Niners – Vikings, Bears. And you would think Bears would be the clear-cut three out of three in that trio. Mm -hmm. There is a case where the Bears can get back into this. Their schedule, home Detroit, home Houston, at Minnesota, at Jacksonville, and then home Green Bay. Who knows what that means for Green Bay. So I don't know if you're quite home free with the Bears under eight and a half quite yet. The only problem is they haven't won a game in like a month and a half, so doesn't they got to win a game before I start thinking that they're not going to cover this under eight and a half or over yeah. eight and a half. Uh, and then the other unders, your Rams under is probably dead. They're yep. seven and four, and they still have to play the Jets. Yep. And Titans under eight and a half. I mean, no, all they need is one more win. Yeah, so I, don't, dead. I don't know why I picked Tennessee under, man. I. It, it's a big problem because I really, really like Henry. You should never pick against a guy that you that is like one of your top favorite players in the league to watch. And yeah. a shitty division too. Yeah, yeah, bad call by me. Not great. And the Rams, right. I, I stand by my lack of faith in the Rams, uh, but they're performing to about what they should be. Um, we'll just have to bet against them in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah there'll be time. There'll be a time to bet against the uh, to bet against Jared Goff. Um, all right, so mine. All right, we'll get my bad ones out of the way. Green Bay under nine is dead. They already have eight wins. Yep. And then You're my under. over that was terrible. Minnesota over nine, which could have still had a glimmer of hope if they had beaten Dallas last week. Yeah. But I mean, they would have to run the table to cover that and or lose one game. They're at best, they're going to be eight. There's no way they're going to even push that. So I think those are two L's out of the gate. Uh, let's see what else. Can you imagine Buff- being a Vikings fan? Just they tear your heart out every fucking week, and then they, then they give you hope right after, and you're like, yeah, all right, I can I can see this team making a little bit of run, and they yeah. tear your heart out again. Then you know it's just all oh, they are. Like the Vikings are so frustrating and such an enigma. Like, would it really shock you if Jacksonville went in there and beat them this week? No, not at all. No, that's like, that's that's life as a Vikings fan. It's like, no, that wouldn't surprise. Especially me coming off, especially coming off a win. Not at all. Would I, and they still lost shocked. that game. The, the Matt Rule had a tough uh, had a tough day yesterday. I forget exactly what he did down the stretch, but they had an opportunity to really like put the game away. I think he got a little conservative there at the end. I'm not sure exactly. And they scored two they scored back to back touchdowns on defense with the same guy. I forget yeah. the guy's name. Yeah, insane insane uh odds on that ever happening. I don't think yeah. it ever, it's never happened. I don't yeah, I doubt it. Yeah. Um uh, but yeah that's the Vikings. Just they should have lost yesterday. 
Um, but they're still in it. So maybe it's San Fran as the five and six team. I don't know. Um, so Green Bay under Minnesota over. Those are both going to be losses. My wins, if Baltimore loses on Wednesday, I catch that. Baltimore under 11 and a half. Yep. Chargers under seven and a half should be a win. I get the assist from Anthony Lynn on that because they should definitely be better with her. I, I banked on under seven and a half with Tyrod Taylor. And then when yeah. the, you know, their stud quarterback takes over, they probably should have been able to be at least a 500 team, but I mean, the coach stinks. So that should be another win. Buffalo over nine, assuming they don't collapse, they should get to 10 wins. And then the wild card, which is probably <laughs> dead, but still hanging on by a prayer. Yep. Detroit over six and a half, which I probably need in order to tie you at four and two. It's probably just not going to happen though. I mean, it just, that's scary to have, to have your hopes and dreams. Oh, I will say this: Patricia gone now. Maybe the you know they, the black look at Atlanta and uh, Houston since they got rid of their coaches. They played a little bit better. The black cloud. So we need big three, cloud. You need three more. Let's I see. need three more. Let me get their schedule. You got, they, they, you got at Bears against yeah. the Packers at Titans and then Bucks and Vikings at home. Oh. I mean, they need this Bears game. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, if like, Vikings is winnable, Bears is winnable, and uh, and they'd have to steal one. Maybe yeah. well, Packers. Maybe they have stuff. When do they play the Packers? Uh, two weeks. They have oh, been. never mind. Yeah, I'll uh, sign for six and nine heading into the Vikings game, but I probably it probably isn't gonna happen. They needed the Texans game on Thanksgiving. They needed. They couldn't lose the Texans and the Panthers. That was just death blow. Yeah. That, was supposed to, that was like the softer part of their schedule. Yeah. It's over. I mean, it's probably over now, unfortunately. Just get me, get me one win to start believing again. Beat the Bears and I'll start believing a little you, bit. That I can do that. After that Panthers loss, I don't think they deserve to go over, to be honest with you. No, I mean, getting shut out by P.J. Walker was just inexcusable. Yeah. One of the more embarrassing performances in the NFL this year. Won't be as bad as Seton Hall losing to Iona, though. Oh, is it close? I don't have it on. They were down at the half. Uh, let's check in real quick here with your uh, – oh, it's commercial. Oh, live so. looking. Well, it's commercial, so we'll go back later. I can just pull it up on the computer, I suppose, like a fucking normal person. Uh, so those are the over-unders. You're on pace to go four and two. I'm probably more like three and three. Outside shot at four and two. Depending uh, on the Detroit Lions. Yeah, but it's just amazing and kind of like how dumb do you feel for like what's what's the one you feel the dumbest about? Because I feel stupid picking Tennessee, and even the Rams just seems like one of those you should stay away from. That was kind of a, a ego pick for me. Just like yeah, the Rams are as are going to falter. Uh, the dumbest one. I don't feel as bad about Detroit only because it was six and a half. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like seven and nine. You know. Still in it. Uh, man. Probably betting against Rodgers, I guess, would be probably the one. I yeah, expect them to take a step back. Yeah, you were you were like the first anti Aaron Rodgers uh, revenge tour, or whatever it is, because they the, got the guy come in, the rookie quarterback. Everybody thought he was coming playing pissed off, that, but that was going to motivate him. You were the first guy, basically, to be like, nah, no revenge tour. No, I didn't, yeah, I, didn't, I wasn't sold on the revenge tour. <laughs> I thought he was going to like kind of sulk and start pointing finger, which is still in play. They're just not going to lose less than nine games. Right. Could still happen. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it would probably be that with betting against Roger. I could have found a better pick than that to lead off with it. See, and those were actually – I had them written down in order, and those were my first two picks, Green Bay and Detroit. I did much better on the back end. Seton Hall is uh, up one with 14 and a half left. Oh, wow. We got a nail-biter. 20-point 20, 20 favorites. <laughs> <laughs> they, were down, they, were down, they were down two at the half, man. Not great. All right. Well, you're up three in the second half. Yeah, let's go. Keep it going. <laughs> uh, so division winners. Yeah, what do these you were got? a little bit better. Yeah, I couldn't find I couldn't find mine. I got them here somewhere, but I moved them all around at some point, and that that was got misplaced. So I'll take some notes here. All right, AFC really quick. I think I'm going to edge you out here. Okay. I had Buffalo. You had New England. Yep. Buffalo probably hangs on. Dolphins are right there, but I would say Buffalo probably hangs on. Mm-hmm. I had Pittsburgh. You had Baltimore. Pittsburgh's going to win that division. Yep. This one, not quite over. I had Tennessee. You had Indy. It's not quite over, but it, it, Tennessee definitely has the leg up with yesterday's win. And, then, I mean, we both had KC, which is a layup. Yeah. <laughs> All right, NFC, we both had Dallas. That Oof. ship has probably sailed. Although I did talk myself. It's weird because on Thanksgiving, I was like, whoever loses that game, you got to bury them. Looking at Dallas's schedule, I actually talked myself back into a potential Cowboy run, and it's more because the rest of the NFC – I was looking at the rest of, like, the NFC East schedule. Like, think about this. The, the, the thing in this scenario that's the most unrealistic is the Cowboys winning their games. But, like, <laughs> Washington this week is going to Pittsburgh. Yeah. Giants are going to uh, Seattle. And then – Philly, let's say we got to see what happens here first. But Philly's going to Green Bay. It's like that's that's a potential zero and three right there. And then Dallas could be going into that Tuesday night game at Baltimore with a chance to actually have like a share of first place if they win. Yeah, I mean they probably and maybe playing RG three. Who knows? And then half the team has COVID, so yeah, it's Ravens like just a mess. I mean, the most unrealistic part of that scenario is them beating the Ravens. But all the other things, like the other teams in that division losing is on the table. Yeah, the stars can align for them, yeah, for sure. Yeah, so um, it's probably not going to happen, though. So we both, I think, I, I, I mean, the DAC injury is what derailed that. So we both had Dallas, that's probably an L. But then they have Bengals, Niners, Eagles, and then Eagles-Giants to finish up the season. It's not out of the round possible. That's what, of of yeah. all the four teams in that division, their yeah. schedule is by far the easiest. It's just it's, they have to win. I mean, people are looking at the Cowboys. That's an easy game. So it's like they can't really afford to yeah. look at yeah. other teams. Um, all right, so the North, I had Detroit. That was a whiff. You had the Vikings. I mean, it's the Packers division, so we, we, we overthought it there. Yep. Uh, this one you're going to want to have back. <laughs> NFC South, you had the Falcons. I had the Saints. As much as I don't like the Saints, I, I picked them reluctantly only because I didn't like any other team in that division. What could have been, like you said, what could have been with Atlanta? Yes. And then, uh, yeah, woulda, coulda, shoulda, Falcons. <laughs> and then uh, we, I, we both are – it's not over yet, but we both have Seattle – uh, if Seattle wins this game, they're in good shape. I will say this, though. The Rams already beat them once, and they would only be a game up on the Rams. It's for, for some reason, the NFC West is, is so strange, man. Like, Shanahan owns McVay, right? He's, yeah. won, he's beaten him four straight. 
But then Carroll owned Shanahan because I think Seattle always beats San Fran. Yeah. But Mc, and then McVay owns, owns Carroll. Carroll. Yeah. They, the, the, the Rams are Wilson's kryptonite. He doesn't play as well against them. So it's, it's, just yeah. weird. it's just a weird dynamic in that division. I guess you can't really count – you can't really count the Rams out, I guess, but I just feel like Seattle is who you – is that a fumble? Oh, that DK fumble? I don't know about that. It looked like it might be an incompletion. But I don't know. See, I think Seattle's the team you have to trust the most because the quarterback's been there before. Yep. And you just look at the other teams. It's like McVeigh. You're not going to trust Goff. Arizona's too young. Oh, he's down. By, yeah, oh, that's yeah. either an incompletion or uh, – yeah. Oh, his knee was down? Oh yeah, he's right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I think you just have to trust the out there and see uh, what happens. I think you're right. Yeah, there's there's, there's no other division I'm I put my life on the line for or with, not at all. Does San Fran have a shot to get back into this? Like they they got only the Cow- game out. No. They, got, they got the Cowboys on their schedule. But it's an easy one. <laughs> they do have the Cowboys on their schedule. They have. Uh, yeah, Buffalo actually, Monday. I think that's the measuring stick game. If they can beat Buffalo this week, that'll really get them back in. That's like a measuring stick for both games, I think, because Buffalo, that's, that's a team. From a Buffalo perspective, you should go and beat the Niners. That should be a team you should be able to beat if you're going to be a team that makes noise in January. And if you're San Fran, Buffalo is kind of a team that, you know, you got to beat if you want to get kind of get back into this race. It's probably one of the better well you beat the Rams but it's one of the better teams you'll beat all year so and then they have Washington Dallas like you said so two NFC West the two NFC East teams and then Arizona who they're probably going to be competing with that last spot for so it's not impossible I was trying to look and see when Jimmy G's coming back I think he's eligible to come back this week but I don't know I, I just I just do not like Mullins like I don't I don't like Mullins going up against that Buffalo defense this week well, with those other weapons, though, they can kind of work around him. And he is, True. And it's, and it's just like a don't fuck up Nick Mullins type game. Anything can, ha- you know, there's anything can happen. Yeah, and they got like you saw, and, and, and the defense can play, you know, a little bit better. Like that's, you know, that's their bread and butter was their defense anyway, right? It's not nothing to do with their offense. Their offense was just running kind of, the ball, controlling the clock, yeah. keep the defense off the field. Yeah. So yeah, not, I just don't, I just don't trust it. Mullins. No, but I mean, you, you almost almost talked me into it. Almost talked me into them being San like Fran dark, making a run here, a dark horse. Yeah, for sure. Remember, Arizona and the Rams haven't played yet, so they're going to beat each other up down the stretch. You know, Arizona they play yeah. actually this week. Arizona and yeah. Uh, L.A. Yeah. So Arizona, I'm Arizona. I mean, if, if they drop out of the playoff race, don't make the playoffs, man. Could be it for Kingsbury. Oh man. It's only it's another a second, job for this, Harbaugh, maybe. It's his second year, though, right? It's only his second year. I know. I just don't. I don't know. I feel like the, the word is kind of starting to get out now that Kingsbury might not be very good. Is he, uh, is he more than just a coach? Does he have any kind of power in the organization? Mm-hmm. And he probably has a little bit because since they drafted Kyler Murray, right, when, as soon as he got there? Right. They, they just had no problem walking away from Rosen, yeah. I don't think he's the GM, though, too, is he? Uh, you got to earn that clout. That's like a Belichick move, being the GM, too. Yeah, I don't – I think he's just the head coach, yeah. 
Yeah, but I mean, you, you 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 figure that the head coach is tied to the quarterback, so that that makes a little bit of sense. It's not like it's that big of a flex. You got to have the guy you want in there. And if Rosen, I'm just saying, if things were to really fall apart down the stretch, it would have to be yeah, it have to be pretty bad. I'm not but, ruling it out. Their schedule isn't. I think you're, I think, I think you're going to have another year, regardless of what happens. I think you're going to have another year of beating up on Cliff Kingsbury, to be honest with you. I don't think he gets fired this year. I think they hang on to him, give him one more chance to uh, elevate this team. Because this was a year – this was a building year for him. This wasn't a year for them to go to make a run. True. Maybe, yeah, I'm moving the goalpost a little bit because right. they had such a good good start to the season. Yeah. All I'm saying is you heard it here first. I'm being proactive here. <laughs> I like Cliff it. Kingsbury, not the guy. <laughs> oh, I like oh, they it. do I have the Giants and Eagles. They do have, they have two NFC East games. Still, though, they can lose to the Giants. <laughs> if they lose to the Giants and the Eagles, then maybe they'll, they'll get fired. But it's really – it's got to be like like embarrassing losses to two pretty bad teams to get them fired. And then that's, then it's to go tell the general manager to go fuck himself for uh, yeah. not giving him a, like a center or something like that. I'm not, I'm just not, I'm not ruling out the collapse. They've lost <laughs> – they've yeah. lost three out of four, and the one that they won was on the Hale, the Hale Murray. The, yeah, the collapse is not out of the, out of the – at the realm possibility, I mean, people were shocked yesterday that they're only favored by a point and a half up there in New England because New England's so bad. But I mean, they went there and lost. They went there and lost in the field. But I mean, let's that put they get no. They should get a little bit of respect. You think Arizona was a team that was going to make like a serious run? They'd be favored going into New England by more than a point and a half. Well, I think yeah, I think Vegas saw something. They looked at the because it was weird watching part of that game, it seemed like the Cardinals were able to move the ball whenever they wanted to. Yeah. They would just do dumb shit, shoot themselves in the foot. Like at the end, settling for the field goal in the fourth quarter was inexcusable, especially when he's kind of played fast and loose the whole game going for it on fourth down. Yeah. I don't know. That was, that was like a Belichick game. I think the coaching was the, the all the difference in that game. And that's why you only saw him favored by a short number. There you go. All right. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, all right, so we got Monday Night Football going to be – let's see, you got a field goal here to put up Seattle 17-9. If he drills it, two minutes left in the fourth. That's good, right down the pipe. Uh, it's good. And uh, see, nothing on Tuesday. Bad Santa on Tuesday. Wednesday, <laughs> after, Wednesday afternoon football. Oh, can't wait for that. And no Thursday Night Football. Right, that's canceled. Nothing on Friday. So yeah, we got we got a Wednesday we got a Wednesday game to look forward to this week. That's something. And we are gonna have Monday. We all you know, oh, assuming two, COVID cooperates, we are gonna have Monday and Tuesday football next week. Tuesday, yeah, yeah. And I think that game went from Monday. I think it was a Monday earlier today, and they moved it to Tuesday now. The Ravens game. Yeah, I think it was a ridge. I think before they moved that. Yeah, because they couldn't do a triple header. Yeah, it was supposed to be. Wednesday or Monday at five, I think, which is what they did earlier in the season with the Kansas City game. So it's supposed to be Monday at five, and then uh, whatever the Monday night game was at eight, usual time. But now they right Niners Bills, right Niners. Yeah, we're just talking about Niners Bills. Yeah. So So you're going to be getting a lot of NFC East standalone games. You got tonight the Eagles, and you got Cowboys Ravens next Tuesday, and Steelers Washington. On uh, Monday, so I gotta give I gotta give the NFL credit here, man. They are 
just plowing right ahead. They, yeah, they, they don't give a fuck. They're not canceling for anything. Lamar Jackson guy, they're like, ah, we'll postpone for a couple of days and maybe get some good news. And it's just been bad news ever since. Every every day, every hour, a new Raven test positive for it. I'm like, ah, just put it one more day. It'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, did you see what the Broncos did? They tried to request that their quarterback control coach play. What kind yeah. of request is that? That's so – of course that's a no. I mean, I guess they're just hoping that COVID rules, you can kind of get away with anything. Might as well try it. That guy would get murdered. They should have just, like, I, I, that, I mean, yeah, it was ridiculous. It was, I, to me, it was a ridiculous request. But I think you should be allowed to just sign, like, a guy out of nowhere, like Blake Bortles, Favre. Hey, we're signing, we're signing Favre to a, a weak contract. Here, you know, here he comes in for a day. It's got to be better was, than what we got yesterday with that, that guy hinting. That was such short notice, though. I mean, that's one day. You know what I mean? You're telling me some of these some of these unemployed quarterbacks wouldn't take the paycheck for for a week. Maybe you play well and you parlay it into a you know a job somewhere else or with that team. I'm I'm not saying those guys wouldn't want to do it, but and first of all, not they're going to come in there and get creamed. To be honest, they're not going to come in there and play well. <laughs> take yeah. take Drew Locke's job. This isn't a Disney movie. <laughs> come on. What is Drew Locke? I mean, if there's one team that could. <laughs> survive losing all three of their quarterbacks, it may have been the Broncos. <laughs> That'd be great. Uh, it, was, it was hitting that big of a drop-off from Drew Rock. <laughs> I mean, he beat my team the week before, but still. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Uh, I, it's probably just like you want to keep it – it's Saturday. They found on Saturday that they're not going to have a quarterback, that other quarterback. Yeah, heard. what was it exactly? It was one of them tested positive, and, and, but they all broke protocol. They weren't wearing masks around each other. Yeah, just why are you telling people you weren't wearing a mask? Like, why are you yeah, on tape? They kind of screwed themselves. Yeah, what are you doing, man? I'm not mad Denver lost. I'm more mad just the Saints had kind of a layup yesterday. Yeah. We didn't even talk, we didn't even talk about the Saints. I mean, this they didn't cruising look, they, along. They're the number one overall seed. It's like, they didn't look great yesterday, though. They took a step back, even in a win. They, they didn't look great. The defense – I mean, look, the defense ate yesterday. They looked great against a team with no quarterback. Yeah. Uh, but I think everything else, it, like Kamara wasn't good. He got bottled up every time he got the ball. Uh, Hill. They just keep didn't. winning, though, man. They have the best coach. We said that last week. They have the best coach in the conference. Yeah, let me, let me see. Yeah, he knows how to mix it up. That's for sure. He has to use his players for what the, what the weapons that they are. But let me see Hill get tested a little bit. I'm not – I like – yeah, they look they they're winning, but I got to see them pushed a little bit more than than they're than they're getting. So you won't be like if if the Saints make a push, make a run here, and it's Taysom Hill's the guy. Let's say Breeze is done for the year, which I would think is got to be on the table. Yeah, you're rooting for Taysom Hill to get his in the playoffs. You want you want to see someone just expose him. I would hope that the NFL could catch up to Taysom Hill. That's I don't know if I'm rooting against him that hard. I don't hate him by any stretch of the imagination. I don't love him. Um, I don't really like gimmick quarterbacks. Let me see a guy chuck it around a little bit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, <laughs> I wouldn't say I want to see, see, see him get his per se, but it would make more sense to me if, like, yeah, if he went, if he had a one-for-nine game, if he had a, if he had a Hinton-type game. <laughs> taste him hitting but yeah i mean he's not drew Brees, and he's kind of plugged in there and you know me i was rooting for, i was rooting to see Jameis in that offense toss around but uh so it's a little personal maybe you don't but, want to see taste but, Pey- but peyton succeed. does 
Peyton does love to be the smartest guy in the room, or at least feel like the smartest guy in the room or on the sideline or whatever. So he, he'll, he'll be more than happy to put the guy out there that gives him an opportunity to call as many weird fucking plays as possible. Yeah, I mean, and well, the, I mean, I, I guess the argument for Taysom Hill was he's been there for years. He's kind of been like knows the guy his, behind. Yeah, knows Greece. the system. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. No, I so get it. I, I, I get, get it. why they did it. Oh yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Did you see? Speaking see. of trick plays, you see? Oh, go ahead. If we're, I, no, I was going to say I still would have liked to have seen Jameis, but that's more like personal, just a selfish. Thing, yeah. Oh yeah. You throw for a thousand yards and a thousand interceptions would have been amazing. Yes. Um, you speaking about trick plays? Did you see the one that Kelsey fucked up yesterday? It was like a triple, oh, to a triple, triple reverse. Home? Yeah, it's like a triple reverse. Yeah, and it got batted down. Yeah, he should have ran it in, and then he kind of like short arm the flip or whatever it was, and he should have just ran it in. He could have bowled over whatever the defensive guy that was there. Uh, but yeah, he just flipped. It was like it was pretty cool. It was run per- perfectly until. Kelsey, and then you hardly ever see like a professional athlete do this in the field, but it was just kind of like, it's like if I missed a beer pong shot, it's kind of threw my head back like, ah, oh, God, I yeah. missed that. That's the same move that Kelsey had. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, just in, they're just in cruise control, Kansas City. Yeah. And that's why Pittsburgh has to keep winning because I don't, I don't know if the Chiefs are losing another game. Probably not. Probably not. I mean, their schedule isn't the easy. They have to play the Dolphins. They have to play the Saints. Uh, but other than that, I don't know if they're losing another one. Pittsburgh may have to go undefeated to get the one seed. And I don't even know. I don't even know how to figure out if they both were fifteen and one exactly. I know conference record they look at, but I don't even know mm-hmm. to the the common uh, total, the total uh, tiebreakers are after that. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, cross that bridge when we get there. Yeah, it would make sense that the first year doing this, one team gets a bye that they gotta break it down to. Two teams with amazing records. <laughs> it's one fifteen and one team is that is not going to get the bye. Yeah, be, I mean we could be looking at that. Or even like a fourteen and two team could be playing wild yeah. card weekend. Yeah, very possible. Very possible. Which is crazy, and it's crazy to to say like the team that the Chiefs might be. Let's say the Chiefs are the two seed. The team that they might be the most scared of in that seven hole might be the Raiders, just because of familiarity. <laughs> the Raiders, Raiders almost have their number, man. Yeah. I mean, they definitely know. There's something to be said about playing a team twice a year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's another reason that game was such a surprise was because they had hung with the they had hung with the Chiefs the weekend before and right. Uh, but that I, beat I said though that defense, that Raiders defense. A lot of people looked at it as oh, they almost beat the Chiefs. I looked at it as their defense just can't make a stop ever. Yeah. I know it's Mahomes, so it's like. You know, there's a couple ways to look at it. It's just that defense is so bad. That's why I I give the Jets a puncher's chance. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll say this. I'll say something positive about the Jets. Let's go. Denzel Mims yesterday, not bad. They might have something. <laughs> not bad. Not a bad player. They may have something there. There you go. Look at that. Ending on a positive note about the Jets. Amazing. Maybe I'll pick, maybe I'll pick them. I haven't picked them yet in the picks. Maybe I'll pick the Jets. <laughs> 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 probably not <laughs> so alright I think we got it that's the week man anything else you want to say before we get this wrapped up at? I think that's it tune in stay with us uh, no Thursday night football this week but we will have uh, bad Santa and obviously the picks later on in the week so uh, stay tuned until then and we'll see you later on thanks for listening everybody talk to you then
I'd like to see a little more fireworks on Monday Night Football, if I'm being honest. A little more fireworks? Yeah, so that, that one deep ball and like 50-yard pass in the first to DK. I sent him up for the touchdown. Just want to see him slinging around a little bit, a little more. Let's see what Doug Peterson does here. Fourth and two from about midfield. Oh, I'll give it. in four down territory yet. He likes to be a uh, risk taker, right? It, offense is staying on the field. See, I had one for it twice on fourth down in the first quarter. <laughs> yeah, they were close. Yeah, and they had two awful play calls. Brian Schottenheimer is their offensive coordinator. Oh, I don't like the empty backfield here. I will tell you that. The entire city of Philadelphia holding their breath. <laughs> oh, batted oh, down. <laughs> batted down. I don't know if that was the right call. They have, oh, they have one timeout. They wasted two timeouts. Anthony Lynn-esque. Anthony Lynn yesterday was calling timeouts. On, I think he called a timeout on two fourth down plays. In the fourth, like, and they're down two touchdowns. What are you, what are you doing? He's man? shockingly awful. Yes. Did you see? I mean, I know they were, it's impossible for them to come back, but did you see the end of that game? Oh, yeah. We were locked in because my wife had the Bills on, in the King of the Hill. And then oh. they can, uh, I think it was minus four. Oh. So, I mean, those were the only people still watching that game, I think, yeah. were people who were invested. Maybe the over under was on the line, too. I was watching. I was watching just for fun. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, when they completed that Hail Mary, I was like, you got to be fucking kidding me. <laughs> Fourth and 27. And he almost scored on it. Yeah. Yep. And they ran down there. And what did he do? He called it. He called like a, he was debating sending the field goal team out there. And it was just like he just had no idea what to do. In that I think I, no, they ran down. And they ran. They called a running play. <laughs> No timeouts, and he run it up the gut. <laughs> yeah, there's so many things you could have done there. Like, you could have thrown the ball. You could have kicked the field goal because you have to score twice. So Yeah. yeah and the Why? one thing you can't do there is run the ball. Is there anything that keeps the clock running after it's over? Yeah, if you don't make it. Yeah, and then they tried <laughs> to sneak it on the last play of the game, right? And they stuffed them. <laughs> yeah. Herbert yeah, that was pretty run. exciting. Herbert ran it right into 17 players. Yeah. It was pretty exciting. <laughs> It was. We were excited here. Yeah. Shout out to the uh, shout out for the Bills defense. Never quitting. If that D gets going, they're the, I think they're the third best team. They're the team that could travel well in January. And maybe blow up that Chiefs in the Steelers King, game. In the King of the Hill, man. If you didn't take New Orleans yesterday, I think you'd be sweating a little more after you saw what New Orleans was doing. Oh no, because that was. No, no, I told I see I told her not to take New Orleans because she had two strikes. I was like, you gotta make up ground. So hope that so yeah, hope that doesn't hit. Right. Uh yeah, I was I was uh I was very upset with the post yesterday for not the game it came out about their quarterbacks at six I went back and checked six o'clock Saturday. They print them to early. To not have that line updated is just well, a they, bad job. They print them early for uh for the papers that go up this way. So I don't I don't know if the ones you'd buy in New York would have the updated line or not. I was thinking about that on Saturday myself. Ooh, that's a mm. that's so they, interesting. They, they print those a little bit early, so they might have like they might have like the sports section, especially that might not that might be printed first because that shit's not going to change. Yeah, I mean those it's the New York Post. New York Post is not breaking news. It's just a bunch of fluff, basically, uh, yeah. for a hundred pages, whatever it is. But yeah, I don't think they're like they're they're not waiting to 
to get like a late edition out or if this were, I don't know, 40 years ago, maybe yeah, when people were relying on newspapers, uh, they, they might print it a little bit later, but now it's just to get that shit out here. Cause people pay the two bucks to get the lines <laughs> or, or because, uh, they, they're ripping the Blasio or something. Yeah. Maybe, maybe we should just do the new Haven register. I was thinking about that yesterday too. I was like, Oh, what a grab. That's not like, you can find a New Haven register anywhere. Like, why are we doing the poll? Like, there's so many gas stations I've gone to on Sunday morning <laughs> or convenience stores, and they never have the post, and everybody has the register. And I was just like, why don't we just use the registers line? If somebody has the, yesterday's register is listening to this program, please let us know what the line is. I was thinking day. about that, too. Like, I wonder if the Daily News had it right. I was just wondering if the post just fucked it up or if it was – no, it's got it's the it's the printing. Now that shit's locked and loaded, ready to go. It's they're they're not concerned about the lines, I don't think. Um, and all all that shit is written way ahead of time. So, and it, I mean, you could just tell because there's no late scores in those papers. Right, you know, right, right. Um, you know, that's I think that's all it was was a printing issue. But yeah, bad job, bad, and bad job by us not having any fucking kind of backup plan for when shit goes haywire like that. But, yeah, I mean, it's hard. We use Sunday's line for for a reason. Like, you know what I mean? Because the, the yeah. pool I used to be in at the bar used to use Saturday's lines. Yeah. Which was yeah. really, you know, shaky ground with injuries. But, we, I mean, we do Sunday's lines for a reason, and there's no rule against it. Like, people in my group chat, one person was like, you have to use those lines, right, even though it's now 16 or whatever it was. I was like, yeah, those are the rules. <laughs> and every single person was like, all right, Saints, my chat. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. I got everybody said pretty much the same thing, although they were not as optimistic that we were going to stick with it. Like it's going to be, you're not going to use a six, right? It's going to be the, I think it was fourteen and a half, or yeah, maybe it was sixteen. He's like, you're not going to use that one, right? Like you're going to use the new, like the, I was like, no, nah, it's the post. I was like, there's some flaws in the in the post uh, in the post method, <laughs> but we're going we're going with it. Yeah, but I don't even know a way to fix that though because. Yeah, anytime the line moves, you can't be jumping online. It defeats the whole purpose of using the paper, of having something actually in ink, set in ink. And the whole point of it is to say, look, gotta have it. rules. Yeah. So the register, I'm, yeah, I'm curious to see if the register had a different line. Um, yeah, it's something to think about for next year. Maybe go with the with the register. And plus, it gives a little more local flavor. Now that we're branching out, I mean, we have uh, we have members of this pool that are in all over the United States, all over the continental U S one in uh, one member that's in, uh, in the Queens, England. And I I got a member in uh, California. You got one in Cali. Yeah. I got got one one in Cali in my end. Yeah. Yeah. None of my Cali guys are in it. Um, Oh, come on DK. I mean, I'm glad he dropped it because I'm playing against it, but how do you drop that? (laughs) I mean, he was the guy fell down. Is that the guy that was talking shit to him early on? You got to fucking catch that. Oh, right in your bread basket. Lockett. Lockett's more reliable than DK. DK's yeah, better. DK's more, DK's more uh, talented, but. Yeah. I mean, he does have 10 catches for 177 yards tonight, so. You do that stand on his head. Lockett's the hands guy, though. Yeah, Lockett's the guy on like fourth and ten. You throw it to. Yep. So now they set up for a field goal. Now I'm gonna get a two possession game. 
and the Eagles just had a million opportunities tonight and looks like the back door will be open for Eagles betters. That's a good thing. And I guess they do have plenty of time to win the game too, but. It is the Eagles we're talking about. Yes. Maybe it's the purple hair on DK. Come on, the purple hair. Yeah, no way. I mean, he is young, I guess. Yeah, we, yeah who, who are we talking? Yeah, let's not talk. We we rooted for Dennis Robin for three years. Let's not get crazy about the hair. It's at least this guy wears a helmet over it. And a visor. All right. The so, vi- Seahawks up two possessions. Two I possession got, game. The visor look at night is tough. I do like that. Yeah. But you got to catch that ball. <laughs> Have to. Yeah, absolutely. All right. All right, let me get this out. All right. Ed- ed- editing is so much better on the computer. I love it. It's great. Is it? Yeah. It's a lot better. Nice. Smoother. Uh, I'm learning, still learning. There's some tricks to it, kind of like shortcuts and stuff, but it's, it's cool. Good stuff. All right. All right, man. I'll talk to you later. All right. Peace. Peace.